Oh yeah, boys and girls, you know what time it is. It's time to dim the lights and light the candles, because it's time for another thrilling and exciting episode of Geeksters. And welcome to episode 35 of the Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. And I'm your host, Sean. And tonight, we'll, like, we'll start like we always do, with releases of the week. Releases of the week. Uh. And of course, the first release I have to talk about is True Blood, the complete fifth season came out today. Oh, yeah. Love that show. If you haven't caught, this season was very good. It ended really with a great cliffhanger. Okay. I'm not going to, no, no spoilers. No spoilers <laughs> here on Geeksters. I'm just saying, if you're not a fan of True Blood, I suggest watching the show because it's got blood, it's got sex, it's got violence, it's got all the things that make a good show show. So. <laughs> okay. Good. What else we got? Next is Beautiful Creatures came out today. Kind of since people realize that Twilight's now over, yeah. they're grasping at straws for the next teen book to become a movie, <laughs> and Beautiful Creatures is that book, yeah. apparently. As they say, it's a cross between uh, the Twilight films, Buffy, the Vampire Slayer, Vampire Diaries, and True Blood, and even Charmed. So, yeah, because it's about witches. Yeah. You know, but I'm just like, okay, so each one of those shows... As an individual, is good, but when you start mashing them all together, something gets kind of gets lost in the process. Yes. So, I mean, apparently, I don't think it did well in the theaters because I think it wasn't Twilight. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, they have the book behind it. I mean, they had the book behind it, but didn't have the popularity. I don't think as the Twilight series did. Next on our list is the Last Stand, the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie where he plays the cop. Yeah, I saw that movie. Oh, that movie was good. It was oh. I, I'm too old for this. <laughs> it, it was actually not bad. I mean, it was your standard. If you're a fan of the Schwarzenegger movies from the 80s, mm -hmm. it's definitely this. Just him as an old man where it's one-liners here, one-liners there. But there is this moment at the height of the movie where Schwarzenegger gets himself into a, a new, I think it's a Camaro, right. to chase after the bad guy. Because yeah. the bad guy is like all fancy-schmancy driver and all. Right. And now, I know I'm not Schwarzenegger size. Right. You know, by all means, and I go to the car show every year at my family to look at the Philadelphia Convention Center, mm -hmm. and I sat in a Camaro. I couldn't move. There really? was no way I could I could drive that car because not only because I not see out the front windshield because the, the way it's designed, but I couldn't even see out the side window because they have the little drop things where it's excuse. My dad said all you could see was like the bridge, the base of my nose <laughs> to my chin, and that was it through this window. So there's a scene where he's in driving this car, and we we'd be walking out going, "There is no way that man could fit in that car, no way." It must have been a modified. Seat. They had to rip out the back seat easily for yeah. that for those things that were digitally enhanced. Them. <laughs> <laughs> it was just so funny. I'm just going, "No way could that man fit in that car." <laughs> I I got shoes bigger than this. <laughs> So what's next? Next is Lego Batman the movie. DC Superheroes Unite. Yay. <laughs> I saw the first 20 minutes of it. Yeah, Because so I, I bought it for my nephew. Yeah. Because you know, he likes Batman. Basically, it's it's kind of like, the best way I can put it is, if you played Lego Batman 2, the game, mm -hmm. it kind of takes the cutscenes and kind of works around like making a movie out of those cutscenes. Okay. Not not identical, mind you, but just kind of like it felt like how the game is played is how the progress of the movie goes. You know, with it's like the man of the year given to Bruce Wayne, so Lex is kind of pissed off, and All then right. Joker breaks in and roughs off people, and then Lex breaks 
joke right out of jail, and you're kind of like there's big chase scene. Like I said, it really plays like how the game played, the storyline. Okay. So it was like, all right, I'm watching the gameplay, but it was like a little different because there's different jokes right. and stuff like that. But it was it was entertaining. And when I was watching it, I was nodding off because it was a long day with my nephew at a bounce you. There's little <laughs> things, you know. Like yeah. you, place is great. It's imagining you know how there's big air slides and stuff that you rent for parties yeah imagine a giant place like that filled with nothing but them yeah so and 50 screaming kids going ah, <laughs> sliding down and i just kind of like walked out going oh. <laughs> <laughs> so what else we got and finally on the on the movie front is uh captain america the 1990 version came out on blu-ray today yeah, I saw that. I mean, I saw the article. I didn't see it in stores because I was kind of half-tempted to buy it. Yeah. But then I remember reading about it prior to its release, and they didn't high-def it or anything like that. They just kind of basically took the bootleg movies that we've seen a gazillion times yeah. and just transferred it onto an actual DVD format where they probably cleaned up some of the blurriness, but they didn't give it the whole high-def really? rub-down. Wow. So you're kind of like... if you If you bought it at a comic book convention as a bootleg yeah stick with that you don't need to buy you know <laughs> because I, I, I would admit i was literally half tempted to buy it just because it is a part of bad tv history yeah but i was like eh, maybe not <laughs> <laughs> good to know good to know i didn't pick it up so i probably won't because i have to bootleg uh, version of the <laughs> so i'll just stick with that so that's all our movies for the week but uh, for video games Resident Evil Revelations came out. Uh, yeah, but now that's supposed to be kind of like, not really a new game, but it's kind of like the PlayStation 3 Xbox version of the Wii game, I think. Yeah. So if you have the Wii game, then don't buy that one because it's the same thing. <laughs> right. Unless you want it on the PlayStation or Xbox. Right? Some do. I mean, some yeah. people are collectors that way. Like, I picked up Resident Evil 6, and it came with the anthology, which came with all the other five games, and a couple other ones. I'm like, all right, well, you know what the hell? Right. Sure. I'm a sucker. <laughs> Next on our list is Fast and Furious Showdown. Yeah, racing game. Woo! <laughs> so if you're a fan of the Fast and Furious trilogy or line of movies... Trilogy, game. you do realize that the new one's number six. six. Right, yeah. <laughs> so if you're if you're a fan of the sextology, sextology, sextet, I think it's called sextet. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look at me with the fancy twenty five cent word. <laughs> oh, it did kind of hurt though a little bit. Oh. I don't know how the game is, but I, you know, I'm sure it's just a racing game. Yeah, yeah. Which is funny too because the last this movie and the new one coming out and the last movie now since they introduced the Rock. Kind of got away from racing more. It's not about race cars, like really? street racing. It's gotten the last one specifically was more like felt like a heist movie, and now this one is kind of like the Rock goes to these guys. I need you to help me get another guy, right? You know, but to do what you have to infiltrate the. It's like really, <laughs> like I mean, don't be wrong. I love the last movie. I'm sure I'm gonna like this movie because I'll be seeing it didn't this they, weekend. Didn't they do that in two though with? Uh... Paul Walker. And, well, uh, that's how one started. Paul Walker was an undercover cop going into to try to break Vin Diesel's gang because yeah. they were race. You know, they were doing illegal stuff, and in the end, they, he winds up boinking his sister, and you know, and then they become kind of buddies, and he kind of lets him. He doesn't let him go, right. but then in the second one, he needed. He kind of basically needed his help to get into. No, he wasn't in the second one. Vin no, the second one was the second one. Tokyo Drift. Was no. that the third one? Third one's Tokyo Drift. Yeah, okay. Second one was uh, Too Fast, Too Furious, and it was with Paul Walker and I can't think of the gentleman's name, but the uh, I think he's a rap star. 
Oh, okay, uh, yeah, because he's still he's still in it. Um, Ludacris. Yeah, Ludacris. No, not Ludacris. He's in it though, but uh, I can't think of the other actor's name. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ice Tea. No, no, he was a no. bald black guy. He was. Uh, oh wow, there's there's a distinction <laughs> with the, a bald black rapper. I think he, I think he's a singer. He might be just an actor. I, I just don't remember too much. Tyrese. Tyrese. That's it. Yes. Okay. Um, model. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so he, you know, he was he was like the Vin Diesel stand-in. Yeah, know, and he's still he's. I think he's in this one too with yeah, Ludacris. Yeah, and he's still in it. The Rock's in it, of course, and that's the only reason why I'm saying it is because of the Rock. You know, and you heard, smell what the Rock is cooking. And I just heard today that they're making a Fast and Furious Seven. Sure, I think what they're eventually going to do is, I, I personally, I think they're going to spin off uh, the Rock's character into his own movie because I, it's him, and he's so good as a cop yeah. kind of thing, like. It's just I would rather see him than them, because <laughs> just the whole I've never been really a Van Diesel fan, uh-huh. so I just kind of feel like all right, you know, <laughs> give, give the Rock his own movie finally. And finally, on the video game front, this one I thought was interesting. It might not be something good to you, but I thought it was interesting to mention was the Worms Collection came out for the PlayStation and the Xbox. It's an old game from the late '90s where it was. Uh, I played one. Yeah, no, I played Earthworm Jim. No, nah, yeah, it's different. Yeah, yeah. This one's like an army, a little army of worms, and you fight another faction, and they have weapons, and but it's like worms, so it's kind of funny because they make stupid comments to the whole. Gotcha. Thing, you know, so. so it's kind of like uh, they're doing a game on pop culture with worms, or is it just like bad puns? Bad puns. <sighs> it's funny if you if you're you know a fan back there in the late '90s when the, it was on the PC at the time, so. I, I, like I said, I, I think I vaguely remember it. The, the the image I always remember when I hear the worms line, it's always like these worms looking angry with army helmets on. Yeah, that's exactly it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's our releases of the week. Releases of the week. What else we got? Well, that's that's what we have for the releases. Now we should be going to nerd news. Nerd news. Well, I can say that it was a big uh, big week. Yeah, it was. Big announcements came out. Um, well, one big announcement. One big announcement, okay. And the, the big announcement, but I'll let you, I'll just give you the title and then uh, then you can go from there. Yeah. Xbox has finally named the name of their new system. We thought it'd be 720. It's called Xbox One. It's got to be the dumbest name ever. <laughs> I, but you know what? I, I can understand why they're doing, they're calling it the One because it's supposed to be an all encompassing. They're saying that all you need is this one thing and you can do everything in it right so i get the whole xbox one thing but it just you know eh, okay i do have the specs here yeah so i'll go through the specs briefly it's supposed to be eight times the computing power of the previous xbox 360 yeah and basically means better graphics right a 500 gig hard drive which to me i'll be honest that you need more yeah. Today's games are getting so powerful and so big, but like I like I said before in a previous episode, I put a terabyte into my PS3 yeah. just so I can have more room because I can't believe I, I, I filled up the 320 gig. I was like, what? Because <laughs> I, I never thought, like when you think gigs, you know, you don't really think that far ahead. But I was like, oh, I better put a terabyte in. So I did. <laughs> <laughs> it also has eight gigabytes of memory, which again, just helps with processing speed and right. graphics. This is I liked was a built-in Blu-ray DVD player. So basically, Microsoft said, "Yeah, our uh, HD DVD thing that we tried to go against the P- the Blu-ray, yeah. you know, to go against the PlayStation Three last time, completely bombed. So here's a Blu-ray." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, it also comes, the Connect will come standard with every Xbox One, so mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about buying the extra Connect controller or spending out more money. The The Connect itself, though, is redesigned for a larger field of view. It also has a 1080p HD camera. Mm-hmm. I don't think the other one was high. I think it was the 720p. Yeah. Um, enhanced gesture recognition and an improved array of microphones for voice control. So it's basically kind of just polishing it up and went. I mean, again, for the first time, the Connect is, I think, a great system. Yeah. So polishing it up, I mean, obviously it's going to be pretty sweet. Yeah, better, yeah. Especially with gesture control and woohoo. <laughs> they also say, too, that the, you know, as always, you got to recontrol the gaming controller. So it, Apparently, it's touting it's a more distinct D-pad design, right. uh, tactile feedback, which basically is rumble pack, impulse triggers, which I don't understand because isn't it on all of them? But, yeah. you know, and a Wi-Fi direct connectivity to the console, which is not bad. But I, I guess you know, if when they get through, I can maybe I can understand why they have the Wi-Fi compatible because mm-hmm. if it's supposed to do everything, maybe it's also going to be a semi all-in-one controller. Yeah, for the stuff. Of course, is it a a breakthrough, or is it is it a gaming breakthrough or an entertainment breakthrough? According to the the article I read, um, it has an HDM in and out port, mm-hmm. so basically it's in 1080p. Right. As long as your TV has an HDMI extra HDMI input, yeah, you high, high def gaming. Yeah. Which I do for now for both consoles, and as long as the games are good, they always look good. Yeah. But you know, but yeah. It also says too that it, it's a they built in the Blu-ray TV player has an internet connect connection. And, of course, gameplay to overlay and switch quickly between entertainment options. That basically means you can watch a live sporting event while you're checking out your fantasy stats online. You can play a game and Skype at the same time. Or you can watch a movie and check your Facebook. So, basically, it kind of said, hey, we know you do all these things on your phone. Now, why bother when you do it on our Xbox? Right. Kind of, you know. So, all right. Just makes it, you know, one more thing you got to worry about. Now, is it? Cable box compatible. Yeah. Now, it says here that the promise that you can do all these things on a screen without switching inputs and using one remote. Uh, but that basically means it has to play nice with the cable and satellite companies. Yeah. Now, according to the guy who wrote the article, he they basically had it attached to a Comcast cable connection. So, I guess Comcast is playing nice, but you don't know what other, what other providers will sign on. Yeah. I mean, granted, I mean, Comcast is kind of the, the biggest, one of the biggest names out there. But you do have your local satellite providers, your local cable providers. And it depends on the area, too, because sometimes it's not. Like, right. I think uh, Time Warner is in New York. I don't think Comcast is in New York. Right. So you'd have to, if you were in New York doing this, you might be out of luck because Time Warner not be, might be signed on with Microsoft right. to do this. Or maybe at that point, you'd say uh, Dish Network or, or, or what do you call it, DirecTV they, might work. So now, in order to hook up my Xbox, I have to get satellite TV right and you don't want satellite TV right you know it's not as good as cable so right you're stuck so that's you know especially since Comcast is buying up other channels they're denying like other companies access to those channels like AMC was almost borderline not going to be on satellite because uh, or A&E basically because Comcast owns them right they're like well there are so it's an Comcast exclusive ooh now that's <laughs> obviously changed but that just means someone's paying them to right. air and that's until the contract's up, and then they might, they, don't, they cannot renew and just be like, it's Comcast exclusive now. Right. So now, and also, too, it, the voice and gesture control, which those people have the connect now. It's basically like Xbox, Bing, yeah. Geeksters, and you'll see our podcast or something like right. that. You know, which we do, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but 
again, the, the swipe and grab technology is still going to be there. It'll probably be better now. With, and also, what I like too is that if it comes with a bigger, wider area, yeah. I mean, obviously, it means more play space, but. I'm not really sure, like, how it's going to work in, like, a single-bedroom environment. Like, I have in my Xbox connected in my bedroom. Right. And I have the Connect as well, but I had a little adapter that would narrow the play area. Right. Because if not, I would have to actually stand on my bed to do something. You know, it's it just kind of, like, making it wider might not necessarily make it better, but... Well, we're on, we're on the other can, because you said that the gesture control is a lot better, that maybe you can stand up close to it swipe your hand and be able to register without going further back right when you're you know like when you're bed to do that yeah so that might might help might now be, yeah let's think it's gonna be a, you're, you're gonna find out when you hook it up <laughs> yeah i guess you will you know the gameplay obviously you know they, we've talked about it, the larger hard drive the more memory improved controller the improved controller basically just touts smaller battery better d-pad wi-fi direct connection to the console and of course, the this what kind of annoys me the most is that the game they decide to kind of showcase mm-hmm. is the next in the Call of Duty franchise. It's like, okay, you know what? I understand that the Xbox basically lives. People for Call of Duty and Halo only play it for the multiplayer. Right. So you want to see the graphics. I get that. But what about the the, the gamer who doesn't like first person shooters? Why not show them like the next line in like the Fable line of games or yeah. or something where it's not going to be multiplayer, you know, faceted. Right. So that way you can kind of get an idea of like, because the last thing I want is to buy a game. I love the game; it's great. But once you play that storyline, all that's left is the battles, and most of those battles you can do online. Yeah. Which isn't bad. Granted, if you're you know you play like it's kind of like at the arcade where a guy walks up, chucks some quarters in, you play them. Right. You know, and depending on how well you beat them, whether or not you win a rematch, that I get. But the whole Call of Duty, like you know, like there's ten guys, they're all in a room, and they're hut 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 hut. No, no, you go to the right, go to the left. No, no, ah, ah. You know, like, never gets me. Or, like, again, there's some some 12-year-old who knows, like, a cheat code hanging up on top of a building going, bam, gotcha, bam, gotcha. So, I mean, we'll see. Now, there were some rumors at the time that people were talking about that, like, for example, here's some rumors that didn't pan out. So, basically, were just people talking out their asses. Right. Because it is the internet. Let's face it. The, the internet, it's all we do is talk out our asses. Right. I heard this from so-and-so. My cousin's second brother, who's divorced from my aunt's mother, told me this kind of thing. Right. You know, it, number one, the first one thing was, does it have to be connected to the internet to function? Well, they confirmed that the local games will play when offline. You don't need to always be connected to play, but you do need an internet connection. Yeah. I mean, okay, well, that makes sense because, you know, the whole Xbox Live, you know, multiplayer with your friends, obviously you're going to need an internet connection. Right, exactly. Um, but a lot of people were worried about the fact that a lot of the stuff, like like you were going to be playing a game and all the information was going to be stored somewhere else that you wouldn't have that hard drive kind of thing to feel right. for it. And, you know, I mean, it says here, the one touted internet-based aspect of the new gaming system is that developers will be able to use Microsoft Azure Cloud Computing Service and the company has increased their cloud computing servers from 15,000 to a seriously robust 300,000 servers. All right. Well, mostly because in case, like, for people who do the Xbox Live, and I know for the PlayStation Live network, yeah. if you're part of their membership, you can save games to a cloud. So okay. that way, if you want to bring, let's say, you, you, if I want to come over to see you, All right. or I'm watching your house, and I want to play my games, I can log on to my account through your PlayStation, but as long as I'm a PS3 member, yeah. I can pull my saved game from there and play it on your system. Okay. 
you know, which is great, but then, you know, I don't really need it. I mean, right. the only thing, only reason, the only thing, I, the Microsoft network I never liked because it's 20 bucks to, to join. Right. And 20 bucks to maintain. And, yeah. and you get access to a bunch of stuff that's great if that's you're into it. The X, the PlayStation Network, to me, was like for $50 for a whole entire year, you get free games, you get, you know, discounts. Like, I know that if you signed on right now, a couple of the games that they were counting for free just for signing up for the 50 bucks, just for the $50 a year one was like Infamous 2, Little Big Planet 2, like uh, their older title games that are now probably on their PlayStation $20 game right. area. But here you get it for free. So for 50 bucks, you can get access right away. They said like 13, you'll get 13 free games. Right. So it's like, well, okay, right there. And then plus any kind of sales, instead of paying $20 online, you may pay $15 online. Mm-hmm. So I always kind of like that, never really joined it. Yeah. But, and again, also the cloud capability to save your games. Well, the thing is with the PlayStation Network, the, the free service that you get, I mean, there's a lot you could do with that. That's, you know, right then and there. I mean, there's a lot of demos you can play. Yeah. And there's, you know, a lot more things you can do with it that just seems to me like a better advantage than just joining the PlayStation Network. Because, I mean, I feel like I'm very limited on the Xbox when so, I use it. Uh, same here. There's so many times, like, remember when I, because I don't have, I don't have any kind of silver or gold membership. Yeah. I don't have access to demos because it's like, well, if you want the demo, you have to be part of the network, you know, part of the, the live Xbox Live. And I'm like, well, then I'm never going to play that game. Like, <laughs> that's why I like to play the PSN because you can. So another question they had was, will it not play used or previously owned games? The Xbox, Microsoft's confirmed that the, the Xbox One will play previously owned and shared or shared games. So that keeps GameStop in business. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, you're not, and you're also not entitled to like, like I just recently purchased a game used that I've never played before. That, you know, would worry me if I couldn't play it then, you know, because like a lot of games, especially for EA, EA games always give you that online code mm-hmm. to kind of access all the features. If you bought a used sports game, you have to pay $10 for a new code. Yeah. So you're still almost shelling out the price for the game new to get that code. Right. So why not just buy the game new? Like, that's my whole thing, yeah. you know. And I think that's why they do it that way. But I'm glad to see you can still rent and buy used games for now, it. Now, when you're, when you're saying that, I want to clarify this real quick because I know you're going to come to the next part. But that's only for PlayStation 1 games. We're talking Xbox. Or Xbox One games, sorry. Not Xbox 360 games. And you read that where? Because right under it, it says, somewhere, it says, I just saw it. <laughs> Will it play X games, Xbox 360 games? Yeah. I'll get to that because yeah. it's kind of a gray area. But I just want to clarify that so people don't think like, oh, it's going to be backwards compatible. And Well, we I... We haven't gotten to that yet. We haven't gotten to that. Yeah. So we jumped the gun. Okay, well, since Ed brought it up, no, it's not backwards compatible. Okay, just like the PS4. Yeah. So... Basically, if you bought an Xbox 3, if you bought best game right there, let's say you bought Halo 4 today yeah. to play on your Xbox 360, by the end of the year, that game you will not be able to play on the Xbox One. Right. So if you're buying an Xbox 360 today... And you think you want to trade it in and get your money's worth to buy an Xbox One and you have all your games for Xbox 360... Forget it. Forget it. It's not going to yep, happen. Yep, not going to happen. I mean, they did say, though, that um, there's a possibility of emulators or cloud-based versions of the previous games... So kind of like what they did with the PS with the, with the PlayStation Network, which I think is where you're getting that little right. slightly confused look. Yeah, was that PlayStation Network will let you go back and say, "Hey, we do have the PS One game that you can download for fifteen dollars. You can buy right. and play." And for some of the local, the newer games, like you could have bought Injustice 
through their through there as a downloadable game, pay the sixty bucks instead of having that physical copy, right? And play it, but for a game, let's say since we're, since we're talking the Xbox, let's forget the PS3 or PS4 because yeah. we've already talked about that one. Yeah, with the Xbox One, it's going to be again. Hey, I'm going to play Gears of War Judgment. I just bought the game. It's for an Xbox game. Now all of a sudden, I have the Xbox One. That disc will be useless. Yes, you know, which I think is partly because they're going now from. A DVD reader to a Blu-ray reader, which allows for different kind of computations and different memory crunches, mm-hmm. and it's read different because if you ever look at a DVD versus the back of a Blu-ray, there's different. They look differently. Yeah, it's because of their memory size and their speeds and how they're encoded. So it kind of makes sense that if you're going to have a built-in Blu-ray, that your old Xbox games aren't going to be registered. Right. Which is sad and pathetic, and it kind of it really does kind of piss you off. I mean, piss me off because if you're going to be this all-in-one thing, why not throw the chip in to be able to turn it into the reader to be able to read the old games? Right. If you're going to be talented as the next generation, woo! Why not just make it all encompassing then? Yeah, but you could also do as a software update as well. Sure. You know. Yeah. yeah. But I, I don't know, like, you know, it's the problem with, to me with, with the system like the Xbox or the PS4 is that at some point they go, we don't care about you older gamers. Yeah. We just want the people from today, so if you want this, you're shit out of luck. All right. And it's just like, come on. Like, at this point now, people who, are, who own an Xbox 360, they did a study where most people who do most of their gamings are in their 30 and 40 age range. Yeah. They're not kids. So start pushing out information towards your audience but all right you know just makes me have to be more up to date because i know my nephew is going to be sitting down one day in front of whatever like the xbox 720 you know (laughs) or the playstation 10 and i'm going to be going i'll be 80 gone back in my day we didn't have to use 15 buttons Another thing was that the Kinect will recognize facial expressions like smiling or frowning. Well, there was no mention of it, obviously, but I have noticed too, like with the Kinect, you can read, like if you, they have like the workout videos, mm-hmm. the workout games, where you can get like a little heart monitor for your wrist and your arms that'll they'll tell you your heart rate, okay. which is kind of nice, you know? Yeah, yeah. But uh, as of right now, they haven't mentioned the facial recognition part. Um, the projected games are augmented reality glasses that will work with gesture control. It was a rumor based on patents that was not mentioned. Right now, it just seems like that whole Google Glass thing, yeah. you know, or like a virtual reality plug-in for... It's probably designed and made, but they're just going to wait for another 10 years to actually do it. Yeah, right. uh, another one will play Xbox 360 games. We already discussed that. And some answer, unanswered questions. Basically, after they go, here, look at our new shit, you still go, well, what about this? What about that? The price. It wasn't mentioned, but 300, 400 to $500 seems to be a likely range. Okay. Uh, release date sometime this year, obviously, because, you know, let's face it, before Thanksgiving. Yeah. Uh, here in America, we had the Black Friday, so it's like the big... You're going to see in October, first the first wave. Yeah, you'll see that in October or early November to get the kids go, I want that for Christmas. Yeah. You know, kind of feeling. Parents running out to every store in America or right. in, the, you know, in their area and trying to find it and having no luck. <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> I would suggest, you know, if you know of any like local stores that kind of take pre-orders, ask, start asking them or be put on a mailing list of when they're going to, the moment they know when they're taking pre-orders to get on that list. So that way you're up to date on release dates and price things like that. So that right. way you don't have to sit there and go, here it is the middle of December going, I need to get my hands on a PS4. You know, right. like, like have it, in, have it, have the bullet in the chamber 
already. So that way, when the kid does start going, I want a PS4 or I want an Xbox One, you already go, all right, I'm already paying it off. Like, yeah. you know, so it's, it, the kid's going to have it. Yeah. Another unanswered question, too, was cable and satellite provider capability, which we've compatibility, which we already yeah. talked about. Yeah. It wasn't disclosed. So just because Comcast was allowing them okay to do it doesn't necessarily mean Comcast is still going to let you do it. Right. You know, another thing, too, is other titles. Like, they at the launch, they sold titles from EA Sports, a peek at the Frozen Motorsports 5, Quantum Break from Remedy, and Call of Duty Ghosts. Microsoft promises more titles at the info at the E3 gaming conference in June. So we'll let you guys know in June like what they're yeah, what they we'll, talked we'll about. We'll be coming E3 as best we can. Yeah, I mean, uh, personal feelings about the Xbox One at this moment, Eddie, are? Pass. Really? Yeah. How come? Well, because it's going to be new, and there's no way I'm not going to be one of those guys out there <laughs> first in line trying to do a pre-order on this thing because there's not a title right now that's going, ooh, I want that. You know what? See now, I I would have to sit there and kind of agree because I'm Mister. I need like I got suckered into the Wii U. Yeah. And so far, I got to be honest, the Wii U is not panning out. Yeah. I after the initial launch of the game, of the stuff, I already traded in like the Zombie U. I still have the Batman game because I like the Batman. Right. Uh, you know, but some of the other titles, I've like, hey, you know what? This is boring. I'm handing it in. Like the Avengers game that was the Avengers fighting game. Yeah. I could not switch it from the console, the the pad to the TV. I didn't know how. Okay. So I'm kind of stuck looking at this game. I could have been an iPad game for all I cared about. Right. So I was like, screw that. I'm handing it back in. And I haven't bought a title yet since since the it, for almost a year now. Wow. Since the you know the release of the Wii U. And just recently, I think, like, one of the guys from Electronic Arts. Now, granted, they could be slamming it because they obviously, obviously look like they're in bed deep with the Xbox One. Right. But he said, like, the Wii U is crap. I mean, we can't do anything with it because the because of the capabilities of the machine just falls short. Like, they can't do certain titles because of, of the, the graphics capability. Right, right. But, all right, well, whatever. But I'm, but so, but I'm kind of like on the fence about it because I've, I have my name, obviously, on the list for the PS4. Okay. Even though I know it's not backwards compatible, but I'm sitting there going, well, you know what? I already know ahead of, I already know that Assassin's Creed 4 is going to be for PS4. Uh-huh. I know the new Batman, Batman Origins, is going to be, which I got to remind me to post on our Geeksters page. They, they released the full trailer yeah. for the game. Looked badass. Oh. I'll post that on our Geeksters page. Yeah, it did look badass. Look um, but that's going to be also for the PS4. Yeah. The Watchdog, I loved, and that's going to be a PS4. Right. You know, so, but, but I'm also in that that middle ground where it's like, but I, I, I have stuff I pre-ordered for the, Xbox, for the PS3 that now my TV only has so many ports. <laughs> okay, and those ports are fixed up between my cable box, my Blu-ray player, my PS3, my Xbox, and my Wii U. All right, so four of them are using HDMI cables. Right. And I have four HDMI ports. They're all being used. So now you're going to tell me how to figure out a way to get, like, can you get an HDMI splitter? That'll just degrade the, the visual of it. Yeah. So it's like, oh, I'm going to have to sit there and pl- fiddle with plugs? Screw that. I want... Give me something that's going to be all-encompassing. Yeah. You know? So, like, the Xbox, again, since that same position, so far, the titles I read, again, I'm not really impressed. I'm not wowed by them right now, you know? And plus, the fact is, I'll I'll wait until everybody rushes through the Christmas holiday, buying it, you know, threatening other people to buy it, you know, kind of thing, all that kind of stuff, all that hoopla. And then, like, you know, come March, April, they'll have a title that, ooh, that interests me. Right. You know? Now I have to get an Xbox One because... 
that title's exclusively Xbox One, then I want to play it. And that's the only reason. And, and you know, and the thing is, okay, like for me, I know I could unplug my Blu-ray player. Yeah. Because the PS3 has a Blu-ray installed in it. Yeah. But I'm I'm super paranoid about putting movies into it. Like I'll it's it's funny, I'll sit and play a video game for like ten to twelve hours in a day. Like, you know. Yeah. But yet I won't I'm worried that putting a two hour movie is gonna somehow screw up my PS three. <laughs> it is so stupid. That is stupid. It, it is. It's it you know and on top of that, the PS three has the ability to, to do three D graphics, which I did not notice in the Xbox One specs. Yeah. Like okay, I my Blu ray player is a three D Blu ray player. Uh-huh. I don't have a Blu ray a three D T V yet. In my room, down yeah. in, my, in the living room, we do, but right. I hardly use it. But I couldn't pass up on the deal for the player because it was a new and it was cheap right. and it was good. Right. So I was like, all right. And I have to update my tech. The stuff that I use, I know sooner or later I have to update. And what I, was the selling point for my Blu ray player was that it was Wi Fi. So I can get updates on the player through my internet connection rather than having to worry about copying onto a flash drive, walking over, plugging it in. You know, so right. it was like, Bink, it up it just updates automatically. Okay. You know, just like the PS3 does and just like the Xbox. But maybe with the Xbox One, I can unplug my Blu-ray player and just use that as a movie thing. You know, right. I, I don't know. But again, I'm kind of on the fence. And also, too, as a longtime computer guy, Microsoft products are usually shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's always some bug in the program. Well, that's, that's the other thing, too. I mean, the relate date, release date might like fall short, you know, kind of thing. Right. Or it might be push back because they don't have enough units out or, or what they'll do is they'll put they'll rush it out and within like the first month and a half here's a patch because everyone's having a problem with it right they just never know how to do something right the first time out yeah it's Microsoft I mean they're just ugh they're a constant annoyance as far as one trying to leech money off you you know like oh $20 a month to be an Xbox Live member well you're not giving me access to everything then unless I pay you right and then it's Oh, well, there's a system failure. Bad on us. Or how many times have we installed a new vin- version version of Windows and it's crashed? Right. You know, yeah, they're they're not really known for their right out the gate. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather wait for like, you're right, I'd rather wait a year and go, okay, it hasn't blown up yet. <laughs> right. Or they have a second gen Xbox One out. Right. And that's like, okay, they, they fixed all the improvements, they made all the improvements to what was wrong with it. It's like, all right, now I'll pick it up because yeah. now I know it's going to work. Yeah, you get it smaller or it's got a bigger hard drive or better capabilities. Yeah. Yeah, because a lot of times with me, it's just like, I like especially with the, the new Windows or whatever, I'll wait for something to buy it. You know, how yeah. was it? Like, you know, and, they, and they'll tell me like how horrible it was or no, it was no problem. Right. And it's like, all right, then I'll get it, you know, or. I'll, if it's horrible, I'll wait a while until they fix those patches and yeah. then get it. You know, then you'll know it's going to work. Right? Yeah, I think that's why no one bought Vista. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what else is there you got in the news there, Ed? Well, it looks like Marvel may never get, give back movie rights to Spider-Man. <sighs> okay, what's going on with Many that? fans are still waiting and hoping for the rights to finally to go back to Marvel, freeing up the web-slinger to join Marvel Cinematic Universe. Well, they might be waiting a while. Basically, Sony said was they'll have to pry the film rights from their dead, cold hands. Uh, you know what? All right. Who touted in that article? I'm reading it too, and I see Any Cool News did some checking. That, that's the ones who found I, out about it. i got to be honest. Anything Aiden Cool News says, I, I take his half half news. You know, only because it's Aiden Cool News. I'm tired of that bastard. 
<laughs> you know, because he's Harry Knowles. He's the same guy who said, "Oh, I loved the star, the new Star Wars movies," because basically he had access to see it before anybody else. So there's no way he was going to slam those movies right. and worry about his access to all this new shit because he's more concerned about being first on being first with the news and actually being accurate with the news. Right. So just because it comes out of that website doesn't don't take it as a grain of salt because if they were smart, they don't have to necessarily give it back to Disney. Right. But you know what, maybe you guys should start working together. Yeah. Cuz there's enough money there to be made, you know, that maybe yeah, okay, Sony may own the rights to Spider-Man, but if Joss Whedon wants to incorporate him in let's say Avengers 3, he should be able to because it's enough money Enough money there for everybody. Yeah. At this point. Definitely. All right, what else we got? Next is what Abrams learned from Star Trek that he should make a better Star Wars movie. Okay. All right. Now, I got to say, we saw Star Trek. Yes. We have both our podcasts out there. Well, we have the one right now, but we'll have the second one. Well, okay. By the time you hear this one, the next one will be out. By the time you hear this one, you'll have two more podcasts to listen to. We have the Star Trek episode where we review the movie. Spoiler free. And then the second one where we just go spoiler heavy. Yes. So go see the movie before you listen to the second one, but definitely listen to the second one because it's a lot more fun. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so what did he learn? Mostly learned that the movies should go really big. So you have to embrace the scale just to let and just go with it. Just like basically just the larger it is, the better it's going to be. Okay, so that's kind of, well, okay. I mean, I don't see, I'm kind of stammering and humming and hauling because I'm like, well, I didn't see, I, I haven't seen a problem with either Star Trek movies. Right. I thought the scales were fine. Like, now, I just read an article about the new Star Trek movie uh-huh. that people were bitching about what's-his-face's origins. I don't want to talk about, again, I don't want to do, I don't want to talk too much about the plot. Spoiler-free. Yeah. Spoiler-free, because anybody who hasn't heard the other two episodes or have no interest, I don't want to kid drop anything. Yeah. But I heard, like, like somebody was bitching about the fact that what's-her-face, uh, Nurse, uh, not Nurse, um... Dr. Uh, I can't think of her name Eve, right now. The hot Yeah. That, that she is in a bra and panties in one scene. Yeah. Why do you need that? That's sexism. I'm like, why do you care? <laughs> like, I mean, Carol Marcus. Yeah. Her character. When she was like, you know, don't turn around, turn around. And then I said, turn around. <laughs> it's just a scene there. All right, fine. But again, people bitch about that. But again, no one bitches about the, the, the gross sexuality of 300. <laughs> like, <laughs> they have a problem with that one. But... No one's got a problem with half-naked guys in Speedos and capes swinging swords, but the moment you see a Star Trek employee in a bra and panties, it's blasphemy. <laughs> but they, they completely gloss, gloss over the fact of how badass Ahura was. Yeah. It's like you pick and... You, like, you, you take your argument and you use this one example and completely ignore the fact that you have a, a positive female role model in science fiction and fantasy, and you, you completely gloss over that just to make a point about boobs. Like... Grow up, you know. Grow a set of balls and just move on. So he basically says, "Just bigger and better." Yeah. All right. Bigger so, and better. So that's what education he learned. So hopefully he's learned a lot, and we're gonna have a great Star Wars movie, which I doubt. I don't. I gotta be honest. I don't think he was gonna make a bad Star Wars movie anyway. Right. I think people are now gonna be extra critical of him because he's got the two Star Trek under his belt. He's the first guy, I and mean, let's face it, he is bringing one to the balance of the science fiction realm, <laughs> where Star Trek and Star Wars are now controlled by one guy in a way. Yes, you know. But screw him; he'll do fine. I have not been let down by any of his movies, so suck it up, people. <laughs> What else you got? Next is the one you brought to me last week. It was Star Wars and Doctor Who fans fight at a con, and everyone loses. I 
see your TARDIS is a piece of crap. <laughs> <laughs> it's fandom versus... And it oh. was even funnier, too, is I use Star Trek to, hold it to, to moderate that. It's actually Star Wars and Doctor Who. Doctor. And nothing compared to the Force. <laughs> the Force? The Force is cool. <laughs> All right, so what happened? It's fandom versus fandom engage in epic Mortal Kombat. Well, sort of. <laughs> I'm sorry. All I can just see is a bunch of guys. <laughs> Some guys all dressed out as, as, what do you call it? Uh, guys with bow ties and trench coats for the Doctor Who. And a bunch of wannabe Jedi looking guys just put a big slap like going, eh, eh. <laughs> <laughs> and then people just watch it going should we break this up I don't know it's kind of funny <laughs> it's not going to be the knockout drag out fight let's say like a Peter Griffin versus a giant chicken yeah you know? <laughs> so what happened and most, the most recent Norwich sci-fi and film convention when police were called in to bust up a conflict between two rival sci-fi clubs and I gotta be honest I didn't even know that Doctor Who like I know you have your Doctor Who, the Whovians, and yeah. I would have to be probably one of them because I love Doctor Who. Right. I love Star Wars, and I love Star Trek, but I always thought the big wars between Star Trek and Star Wars. I didn't even think Doctor Who even got... Because Doctor Who was so non-violent. He always, you know... He it was, was always talking his way out of seclusion. Yeah, he always used yeah. his brain while these guys are shooting up the galaxy. So I always kind of figured as a Doctor Who people would just be like, you you guys and your puny force, you could... Whatever. You know, but... All right, so what was the, did they even tell you what the throwdown was over? Well, they said that the reason why the police were called in, that their spokesman said that there was a man being assaulted at the convention, but when they got there, that's not what actually happened. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> After a lengthy investigation, talking to witnesses and reviewing the CCTV footage, it was confirmed that there was no assault. So basically, it was, a, it was an overblown argument. Somebody called the police because they didn't like what the other one was doing, and they, you know, and they wanted the police to come and arrest the other group so they can get them and they can enjoy their convention. Well, so now was this? Uh, well, okay, so the closed circuit television footage basically said that showed that there was nothing going on, just two people pointing at each other, going, yeah. "No, yeah. like, no, you, no, you," or maybe one of these, like, "Go ahead, do something." No, you do something. No, you do something. And probably somebody just went, "I'm going to call the cops because these guys are annoying me." <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was probably some Star Trek geek, you know, in a card. Number one, engage. <laughs> there seems to be a fight between. Two rival nerds. <laughs> Call the cops. Call nine one one. Maybe we'll get them all kicked out and show that Star Trek rules them all. <laughs> it's most logical, Captain. If we call the cops, we'll be the ones last standing. There can be only one. <laughs> Damn those Highlanders. All right, so basically it was a bunch of people slap fighting each other going, no. Yeah, exactly. And the cops show up and go, okay, what's the problem here? <laughs> this guy said Doctor Who sucks. Okay, who's Doctor Who? Exactly. <laughs> you don't know who Doctor Who is? Well, Star Trek has the films behind it. But Doctor Who has 50 years of television history. It's ingrained in our being. Okay, but uh, Star Trek has the force. Like, 
Get him! <laughs> See, it's a cop. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He just, he's just so. That's the reason why they go get mad. They all jump the cops. And then a riot ensues because some cop mixed metaphors. <laughs> 12 dead today in a riot. <laughs> Two officers down, apparently bludgeoned with. <laughs> Plastic lightsabers. <laughs> All right, what else we got? Next is Disney announces post-Clone Wars animated show, Star Wars Rebels. Basically, the Disney Cartoon Network has pulled the uh, Star Wars The Clone Wars off their station. And in the fall of 2014, they're going to have a live-action uh, film that's going to become between episode 3 and 4. So you're going to see basically what happens between the end of episode three and before new hope okay let's get a couple things straight mm -hmm. now is that is that live action going to be on the cartoon network it's going to be on disney x okay so let's ease up for a second i don't think i don't think cartoon network went oh we're going to cancel the show i think disney walked in whipped out their their star wars penises and went we're taking the show <laughs> <laughs> and cartoon network went but we have the show disney goes see these guys <laughs> A bunch, a bunch of, we got stormtroopers. See these guys here? See that? We own that. You don't own that anymore. So if you want to keep the show going, you got to pay us, bitches. I don't think it was just like Cartoon Network graciously going, oh, we're going to finish up. We're going to cancel the show. I think Disney walked in, pulled out their collective money-wide dicks and went, it's our show. We're taking it back. Oh, all right. And, you know, I mean, that's what I think. I, mean, I think Disney's going to be in that. Disney's going to be swinging that big Star Wars dick around for a while. Right. Like, I mean, to take away this from some people, take away that from some people to go so they can, wait, Clone Wars is making money? It's ours. <laughs> like, and then cancel it, force them to cancel it to create a, I'm going to say it. Yeah. That's basically what it is. Or a cheap knockoff, because now they're talking, this is supposed to be a live action on the HUD network or the uh, uh, Disney, Disney XT. Okay, now, between episode three and episode four, what do you think in your in your head from what you know of the Star Wars now Star Wars mythology? Yeah. What do you think happens between episode three and episode four? It's eighteen years. Right. What do I think happens? Yeah, what do you think happens? Okay, well bas basically the Empire getting bigger and bigger and then like people that are that were at the time separatists, I guess, because of the first three movies, they start like kind of doing like a rebel kind of alliance, but not like it's not known to the Empire. They're just doing random acts of terrorism against the Empire, and then finally they form into a group right before, basically, they pick up Luke Skywalker and Han Solo and Chewie and uh, the rest of the Okay. I was hoping the fact that you threw the word terrorism in there, which I'm like, yeah, that's going to be great for a Disney XD channel. Well, All right, now, maybe, they, maybe they won't spin it that way, but that's how I see but it. But also, too, during this time, it was said in the Star Wars mythology that Darth Vader went through and wiped out every living Jedi out there. Right. So we're talking mass murder on a huge scale. Yeah. Let's put it on the Disney Network. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I to me, I mean, for, okay. I think they're going to do a restyling of it based on because it's on the Disney because Network. Because I'll be honest, it's, it sounds like the Clone Wars light. Yeah. Because it's going to be like, oh, here we had the Clone Wars where everybody was the good guys and where there was no, like, you had the bad guys and you had the good guys, but that was determined from the first three movies. And we made a bunch of money off of that. But now, because no one really liked those first three movies, we're now going to switch it up and make the Rebels the good guys. So now you'll still see you'll still see the clone troopers, but now they're going to be bad guys instead yeah. of good guys. Yeah. <sighs> I also think that they're probably, since it's like the 18 years, it's probably going to be like the growing up of Luke and Leia. I don't know. Through it. 
You know, because you know, because you're going to want to see your favorite characters. Because after a while, you're like, yeah, this is nice. You know, but we still got to see different characters that we did like from the first three movies. Right. I mean, maybe in the Clone Wars. Now with the Rebels, maybe we'll see like a young Luke Skywalker, or better yet, a young Wedge Antilles before he leaves to go off through the Rebellion. Right. You know, that help. So you can see the friendship that Luke had with him. Right. Which kind of made him kind of go into the whole Rebel Alliance. You mean Biggs? Biggs. Yeah. Was it Biggs? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm thinking Wedge. I'm thinking books. Right. So Biggs. You go to see Biggs. Right. I, I, I don't know. See, like to me, this is where I thought that one of the failings of the Star Wars mythology, have, like film-wise, uh-huh. was that you had Darth Vader as a character. Right. The biggest, baddest mother on the galaxy. And you take the first movie and you reduce him to a little kid, which failed miserably. Uh-huh. Some people enjoy it. I mean, I enjoy it on a different level than a Star Wars movie. All right. More of a leap forward in, in visual visual styling. Storyline, but to me, like I kind of feel like you could have done completely without that first movie. You could have had you could have had Vader, you know, as a as a teenager meeting Amidala right. and doing the whole teenage angst movie as the first film. The second film is Revenge of the Sith, where he gets dissected, you know, the whole he's Vader now. Right. And the third movie have him basically adjusting to his role as Vader by doing the bad evil things but still seeing because like to me for me Jedi ends with him redeeming himself. Yeah. But in the first two movies you don't see like Well, the, he's the one that brings the balance to the Force. At the right. End. Well, that right. Yeah, but that's the whole thing is that through Luke he brings balance to the Force. Right. You know, like he was he was destined to, but I guess my thing is that you don't see Vader. You don't so you don't see any signs of Vader having that ability that that inner turmoil in the first two movies. You know, between episode 4 and episode 5. And even episode 6 is until the very last moment when he has that conversation with with Luke. I still feel good in you, blah, blah, blah. Right. And it isn't until the end when my son's in trouble, I go rescue him. Right. You don't have that moment in the first three where you see that, that Vader, as much of a badass he is, he still has the potential to bring that balance. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like he's supposed to be slaughtering all these Jedis. I would have loved to have seen that. Right. But I would also like to see some sort of an inner turmoil as a character that, that why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? Because everything I loved and cared about is gone. He thinks Amidala is dead, and she is. You know, his two kids are dead. So you don't see, so you don't get to feel any kind of pathos for him. Well, I mean, he kind of did. He mean, when he was, he was saddened by his mother's death from the uh, uh, Sand People, and he ended up wiping out that whole encampment. You yeah. know, kind of thing, and then he broke down with the the Amidala, Queen Amidala. You know, yeah. But see, but the problem is with what's his face, Christian Hayden Christensen. Yeah, as an actor, it didn't. I didn't feel the weight of it, and I'm not saying he's a shitty actor. I just think that Lucas is a shitty director and couldn't bring out the real stuff. I mean, because I've seen him in other things, he's okay in them. Right. But I mean, think like. Him killing off the race of sand people, I get angry kid, mom dies, he lashes out. Right. You know, in the third movie, he basically kills a bunch of kids. Right. You don't see any kind of, not guilt, or any kind of rational, not rational, but you don't see him fighting the inner turmoil of, I just killed a room full of kids for this guy. How, like, because I'm so angry at, like... Well, he, and it was even before he was Vader. Right, but he was doing that because he wanted, he wanted, to, he, in, his, in his mind, he wanted to save Padme and get that ability to bring her back to life if she died. And then, of course, when they fought at the end, when 
Luke and right. or, or, Obi-Wan. Uh, Obi-Wan and Anakin fought, and then he got in the volcano, which everybody knew that storyline from the right. books, and they were that, that's that, what they were looking for. That was looking for, and that's what we got, and I love that scene. Yeah. But uh, like, then, then when they put him together. And he does the Frankenstein. No. It, it was like, ugh. But that's that's the thing. Like like he was he was saddened by the fact that you know, and I mean, and that's the thing. Like with the Darth Vader mask, you can't convey emotion. There is no emotion. I I, there I, is no emotion. I get that, but I mean, there's so like, how can I put it? Because like, I think he was sad when he was standing there and Grandma talking. It was the end of end of three, and they were on the uh, on oh the, the, fi- the final scene. scene, and he was kind of looking down. Like I think he was like sad. And he was thinking about Padme being dead, and he was like sad about. It. But of course, <coughs> with no face. Well, yeah, but I still think that. Like I mean, okay, maybe it should be a better book, or maybe a better story, or a better movie, or TV show, like like a series of him becoming. Like he goes from the whiny kid in a suit to the baddest motherfucker on the planet. Well, you know, it still could happen. Just because it didn't happen in the movies doesn't mean he could still have inner turmoil by doing things for the Galactic Empire, hunting down Jedi Knights that he knows. Right? Okay, but do you honestly think that in this TV show, The Rebels, you're gonna have that? On the Disney HXD network. I don't know. I don't know what to expect. I, I just, I don't know. Like, I just kind of like... I'm going in with an open mind. I, I try to, but I go, this is Disney, and they're going to be... Again, I felt like when Iron Man, throwing the kid in. Could have been anybody. But this, some exec at Disney went, no, we need a kid. Remember, you know, that'll bring in more money. And I just think that they're just going to... I think they're going to rape... Star Wars. Not. I'm not saying that as like rape my childhood kind of thing. I just think that they're going to milk the Star Wars universe for every penny they can, which is their right. right. They paid four billion dollars for it. Yeah. But I just think that it, I think that they're going to really dilute the adoration people have for the movies. I. I mean, they might. I, I, I mean, I granted, could see that way going. Like you know. I mean, I, underst- I understand. You just got back from your big trip down. You know, where, you, <laughs> where you sucked off the Disney teat. You know, over your Star Wars weekend, and we'll yeah. get off. We'll get to that yeah. later. But it's the idea, like, so you're all like, "No, no, Disney's is fine as long as they do the theme park." Oh no, we're fine. I'm like, no, what? Chewbacca got uh, raped as a baby? No, no, I'm okay with that. Like, <laughs> you just don't know what they're going to do. I get you know? it, and you know, I mean, it could be on a late night time slot. You know, I mean, sure, just, you never know what they're going to do. Because I mean, like there were certain things, like like they they did Tron Uprising, and right. I thought that was a mature themed show, right? You know, and and I mean, it, granted, like the the second half of the season, they put it on late at night, right? So you had to watch it like at midnight or something like that to watch it. But they 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 kept to their guns and they they finished out the the season with it. Okay, you know, granted, it might not work. They might get canceled in the first year because it might be too adult adult theme oriented, and kids and parents be like. The hell are you doing, Disney? Uh, see, now I think Disney's going to go the exact opposite way. I think you're going to get the Rebels thing, and it's going to be like all like, oh, we're going to save the Empire, huh? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just, I really can't see them doing it that much because I know in past stuff, because they did that Ewok adventure, remember that one with the two kids? Yeah. That flopped. Yeah. The, you know? No, no, it flopped so bad they made two of them. Right. You know? They tried again, and it flopped again, and it's just like. But you did have the Ewok Adventures cartoon. <laughs> so who knows what they're gonna do? I mean, yeah. you know, what I'm saying they might switch it up. It might go to a cartoon, and I mean, just like the the, the Clone Wars. Wars, it could be that kind of style. Yeah, maybe. Okay, I, I I can definitely see that this is gonna be a, a future. This is gonna be here. You go, Geekster. This is the 
This when people look back and go, those guys argue an awful lot about the whole Star Wars thing. This is this is the origin story. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Clone Wars. I mean, Star Trek Rebels. Star Wars Rebels is going to be the downfall of yeah. of the, the the Star Wars universe. But we'll see. Okay. Well, since we're talking about it, yeah. since you had your big vacation, <laughs> your big Star Wars weekend, <laughs> let's do the. Uh, well, I guess I should get ready and put my hat on. Because I got a hat. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, what we're going to do here is now, Ed, I'm going to give you my phone. Oh, and you're going to take a picture. And I'm going to share right to our Facebook page. Okay, you know how to work that? Yes. Okay. Uh, is it this button up here, though? It's the shutter button, the James Bond logo. Okay. Ready? <laughs> Cheese. Got it. All right. So now we're going to. Take that picture, and I'm going to look at... No, i got to take another one. Right. Okay, I want the ears really sticking out, because Ed got me a Darth Vader hat with Mickey ears. <laughs> so, how's the ears looking? Looks perfect. All right. Okay, here you go. Now, go do that. Brilliant. <laughs> Brilliant. Now, I'm going to take this, and I'm going to post, share this to my Facebook page right now, and then I'm going to link it to Geeksters after the show. Yeah. So, that way, if you guys can... Automatically see the first picture of Ed's thrilling and exciting three days of Star Wars at Disney. Oh, my nipples are hard just thinking about it. <laughs> All right, so let's 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 get to it. Let's get to it. Okay. When did you get there? When did we get there? We got there Friday morning about eleven thirty. Well, we got to the park eleven thirty. Let's, let's I'll start with that. Yeah, I'm not going to ask you. So, how was the, the flight? flight no, no, no one cares. Right. right. People cares. What did you see? What did you experience? So. so my wife, who plans out these trips, the first thing she wanted to do was go to Darth Maul. Darth Maul. Yes. Now, okay. Now, again, for those people who remember the, the previous episode, I argued that it was going to be Darth, D-A-R-T-H-M-A-L-L. And, and he was like, no, it's going to be M-A-U-L. So, Ed, who was right? You were right. I knew it. <laughs> Darth Maul. <laughs> doom, doom. Okay, now, I'll be honest. My vision of Darth Maul was going to be like this big, enclosed, basically like a, like a standard indoor mall. Right. Where it's going to be like a bunch of stores where you're going to have the, the Akbar snack bar, <laughs> where, you, where the food court where you can get Wookiee pie and you know, things like that. I really honestly thought that it was going to He's be. He's kind of chewy. Yeah. <laughs> Come to the Admiral Akbar. It's a trap. Seafoods extravaganza. <laughs> like, I expected like that kind of fanfare. What exactly was the Darth Maul? It was a store that had collectibles. It was basically a big tent. And we showed up the first, it's the first day, it's the first day of at any of the weekends. So it's the first day of, of Star Wars weekends altogether. We get there and there's a big line snaking out front. Well, okay. Side, it, big tent. It's an enclosed tent. And we were like, well, we want to go do this first because we want to get our collectibles and we want to get stuff, you know, right away. So we'll wait in line. So we did two hours to get in because they have fire regulations and they call out so many people in this tent i thought it'd be you just walk in to kind of like a comic book convention and you peruse tables and you know and they have stuff and you're like you, you'll take something right kind of thing. so basically when you get in there they there's two separate lines basically one is for the hard to find collectibles you never see it will never see anywhere else unless you go on ebay because somebody will sell it right so it's basically like the disney exclusive right like you're gonna get the shit if you walk into this t into this tent and the, into this line and then the, the, the other line which really was a line just opened up into the big area which was all the t-shirts the different hats the uh different lightsabers all the disney characters dressed up as the star wars regular Star Wars action figures and ships and Legos and all that kind of fun stuff. So 
we went in and they gave us a list and they're like, here's all the collectibles. And we looked at it and we go, yeah, there's nothing really I want because I'm not that huge of a Star Wars fan that I'm going to have two desk lamps that one looks like the Galactic Empire and one looks like the Rebel Alliance, you know, kind of thing because it was just the shades or black with the right. symbols. You could have gotten that in almost any kind of generic Star Wars right. convention. Yeah. Gotcha. And then the, other, the only thing that was really kind of cool, but I just couldn't see myself walking around with it because I found it kind of feel goofy about it, <laughs> <laughs> it was, was there was an umbrella that was a lightsaber. So basically you go, and then the umbrella pops out yep, from the top. Right. And it does did it light up? It lights up, yeah. The post lights up. Was it different colors or just one standard color? It was well, it was just the one standard color, and I forget what color they they were giving you. Oh, okay. Well, now, okay. My thing is, you mentioned this, and I kind of joked. I'm like, yeah, because that's what you want in the middle of a thunderstorm: uh, an electric power lightsaber that's going to be rained on. Yeah. So it's like, here, kid, hold this battery operated thing and pay no attention to the water, because right. apparently mm-hmm. someone didn't realize that electricity and water don't mix. Yeah. So now, was it just like a bunch of tables, or was it like a, like a, like? It was like it was like there was different like racks and stands everywhere. Right, but what different... I mean is like it wasn't like in the standard Disney motif is you stand in a long line for like an hour yeah. to get on a ride that lasts like thirty seconds. Yeah. And then the moment you get off that ride, bam, gift shop. It was basically that. Okay. It was that kind of gift shop is like Tatooine Traders, but a tent. But the, it was, the good thing was air conditioning. I won't right. mention that, so that way people go down there and go. God, I gotta wait two hours in the hot sun and then go into this tent with all these people and, and die of suffocation. It's like no, they air condition it so it keeps it nice. And in there was the uh, there was two two other things going on. There you get your an ID tag with, with your your name or a you know your your cosplay name. If cosplay, you like it. <laughs> yes, cosplay name, and you could put it in any of the languages of Star Wars and what planet you're from. Okay, so that'd be you know. So it's kind of like a pass. You can make like yourself like a passport. Yes. Okay. So that was kind of cool. I didn't do that because it was a long Because line. And plus you don't have the originality to come up with a fake name and a fake planet. <laughs> well, you, they give you a list of names and a list of, pla- list, list of planets that you oh, can be okay. from, from the Star Wars universe. Well, yeah, what I'm saying is you just could go, okay, I want to be Ed from Planet Dagobah. Yeah. And that's it? Yeah. And they give you like a little passport going, okay, look, look, today we have Ed from Dagobah visiting us today on planet Earth. How are you today, Ed? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you could you could get like a language that was in Dagobah that would be written your name and, and the planet and all that stuff. But we put in English under it, so that right. Would be, so it would be like translated, kind yeah. of like Klingon. Yeah, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> all right. And <laughs> then the, the other thing, which was the big thing, which we did talk about before I went, was the carbon freeze me. <sighs> That's the. I'm gonna be honest. That would be my only reason to go. Yeah. <laughs> to be frozen carbonite. So. I was like, wow, it's right here. Because we weren't sure where it was. We thought it may have been in Tatooine Traders or another part of the park. But it was right in this tent. And I'm thinking, why well, waited two hours just to get in here? My appointment's tomorrow, Saturday. How am I going to get in here for my appointment on time? Do I have to wait in that line? So it seems like you better find out. So I went over to the guy and asked him. And he's like, yeah, you basically got to wait in line. And I'm like, that, what? That is got to be the – this to me just shows that sometimes people don't have the forethought of – Logic, Because uh, for me, the idea would be if I was running that shit, it'd be like, okay, you know what? There's a separate line for the people who are shopping, and here's a separate line for the people who are doing this this, right. this thing. Right. So so I, he, I was, so I explained my situation. I'm like, look, I don't want to wait two hours. I waited two hours today. I don't want to wait another two hours yeah. just to do this. I got shit to see. And then I got Ewoks to kick. 
I got Jawas to fondle. That's right. You know? <laughs> I'm fondling Jawas. I got to see what's underneath that robe. <laughs> <laughs> but so he asked around basically, and he's like, how long are you going to be in the store? And I said, I just got here. Like, this is the first thing I came up to since I got in here. And he's like, do you want to do it today? And I'm thinking, well, yeah. Like, yeah, really? If I can knock it today, you know, because if you're 20 minutes late, they charge you $35 because they think you missed your appointment. Right. So they said, write down your confirmation number, which I did. And then they said, that will count, and basically you'll 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 be counted in. Right. So I went in and I signed up, and then of course they were like, "Which one do you want to be?" And I'm like, "I want to be frozen in carbonite." Right. And they were like, "Oh well, uh, you know that's cool, but they've got the clone trooper, and they had like people that done it." Right. Their, their model's already standing there. So they pulled out a clone trip. Like, Look how cool this is. You can actually see your face. They spin it 360 degrees. You can see the back of your head, your <coughs> hair color, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, that's cool, but I'm old school. Right. And as soon as they heard that, they're like, all right, you're going to get the frozen in carbonite. Which I always wonder, like, if they have the same exact speech for the people who go, I want to be a torn stormtrooper. Oh, well, you know, they have the carbonite thing. How would you like to be frozen in carbonite? Yeah. Just be just like Han Solo. So I get in line and I'm I'm waiting and then there's a family of seven in front of me. Right. And I'm thinking, are they all waiting in line to do this? You know, like kind of thing. And the guy was very nice. He was he was he's a very chatty guy and he was like he was from Michigan, nice guy. And he's like, Yeah, he goes, I just found out Star Wars weekend was happening this weekend. We're leaving tomorrow. Oh. So we wanted to do this today. And I'm like, Oh, cool. So he goes, Yeah, we actually when we found out I my wife was in another park, and I called up and I let her know. And, and I, we, you know, we're huge Star Wars fans, and we, you know, we found out. Of course, the kids overheard our conversation, right. and they all want to be a part of it. Sure. Now that's a hundred bucks a pop. So this guy shelled out seven hundred bucks. This guy shelled out seven hundred dollars for each of the kids to get one, and him and his wife. Now, did you find out whether or not they're all going clone troopers, or the kids were going clone troopers? His mom and dad were going, going carbonite. carbonite. Yeah, that's the best way to, to distinguish between the old school and new school. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would have to be, if I had the money to blow, I would definitely got one of each. I would, if, 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 if my wife wasn't there, I definitely <laughs> got one of each. My wife said only one. I'm like, all right. No! <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'll just do the one. So so basically I did it. And it's basically, you sit in the chair. And I thought they would have the scanner thing go across your face. Right, like if there's people who have seen like behind the scenes movies when they do like a 3D rendering, they usually have a person sitting in a chair and they usually have like a bunch of dots all over their face. And then they usually have them make it go facial expressions while this big spinny green light goes around their head to yeah. kind of scan in their photo. That wasn't it. No, it was just a quick flash, and that was it. So it's like I'm taking a picture, and it was a 360 degree cameras and all around you, taking your picture. Best way to describe that feeling is anybody who's seen the behind the scenes footage of the original Matrix. Yeah. Whenever they did that stop motion pan and scan 3D thing, the turnaround, it, yeah, that turnaround, that was all done by a series of cameras taking the same picture and all put up, and that's how they did that effect. Yes. So basically, what they did was you sat in a chair and they had a bunch of cameras around your head, and right? Went, Smile, poof, <laughs> and it was just basically like there's somewhere right now there's just a picture of just your ear. Yeah. <laughs> so so they of course they did you know do a normal face, do a smile, and then do like a like a shocked face, right? You know kind of things. They gave you a bunch of you know they took pictures of Keep all me of your them. old face oh <laughs> <laughs> 
So with that, you know, my seal was actually watching them do it while I was sitting right. in the chair. And I'm like, okay, you're done. And I mean, it was like 30 seconds. Right. Like literally, like like as soon like, as I got the pose, they, they felt it was good. They could just take the picture. Right. Okay. Smile for us. Poof. Make an angry face. Poof. Happy face. Poof. Yeah. Give us your own face. Poof. Give us a, I just stubbed my toe look. Poof. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like boom, 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 boom. And it was done. And I'm like, great. So they, you know, you stand there and they show you all the images and they go, which one do you think? Right. And of course, they all looked goofy to me. So I'm like, you know, yeah, well, which I... one do you think, Seal? And the one I looked like I'm shocked in like right. a car type thing. She said that one. I'm like, you know what? That would be perfect for carbonite freezing. We'll go with that one. <laughs> so then they, you know, hit a program and your face renders into a 3D image and they spin your head around, basically. Of course, the backside's missing. Right, of course. But it, 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 they spin it around. They show you your face all on all directions. What it would look like being frozen carbonite. Yes. And then they... Of course, it was my normal face. Right. And then they grayed it out into the carbonite color. And it goes, basically, that's what's going to kind of look like once you're in carbonite. I kind of wonder, like, like, when you look at the carbonite of Han, he's got, like, the little trails of, like... of of dripping, dripping down yeah. off his face and stuff like that. I wonder if they're going to add the, like those kind of touches so that it still looks like you, but it has like, you know, like let's say your mouth is kind of like off center. They kind of throw something there to kind of make you look a little better. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know about that. But well, you'll, you'll see. see what you're right, in yeah. six weeks, we'll have uh, six to eight weeks. So hopefully less than that because I just got an email yesterday. Really? Saying that it's ready to ship. Wow! So, yeah. so you were lucky because you went you went opening weekend, the first, first day, first day of opening weekend. Yeah. So they probably were you were probably like second or third in the can going boom, right. boom, boom. right. All right. So we'll definitely have to post a photo of that. Yeah, I'll post the. I actually got the photo of what it looks like beforehand. Okay. So I'll, I have that downloaded. I'll I'll I'll, well, I'll wait I'll wait until the carbonite comes in. So I'll do a, a side by side, side comparison. Because so I don't want to show that face and be like be laughing at me for right. a couple of weeks and then finally get it up on the side. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah, I would do that too. Like the before and after shot because I, I I'm really interested in seeing that thing. You know now do you know how tall it's going to be? Eight inches. Eight inches. Yeah. All right. So I guess same with the storm. The, the stormtrooper same. Stormtrooper same. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I probably would definitely have to do the carbonite. I mean, if it's just my face, I'd be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> making those kind of faces. Or well, I wanted to do the uh, Peter Griffin, Griffin with butt. his hand. Yeah. His butt. <laughs> <laughs> but no, apparently they don't allow that. <laughs> it's my junk. <laughs> I'm an elephant man. <laughs> All right, well, so that was kind of like the, that was really the reason why you went. Yeah, so I was like, oh, I'm done. Let's go now. So now it was it was in what was the um, the Hollywood Studios theme park, right? And That's... that was the only park that you were allowed into, basically, right? No, well, technically, let me ask you a question. Even though you only you were limited because you were doing it for the weekend, right? But if you were down there for let's say four or five days, would you hit like another? Oh yeah, I would you... done a park hopper ticket, okay, pass and, and going to the other. Gotcha. Parks. But you were. Just... Star Wars only. That's Star the Wars reason only. why we went. And that's why we stayed at Hollywood Studios. But that's my second favorite park of all the all the uh, parks in Florida. Because gotcha. I love movies, and it's just right up there. Yeah, I'm me. the same way. I could spend all day in that one. Like the Tower of Terror, I loved. You know, the Indiana Jones stunt Stuff show. Spectacular. Yeah. The whole ride through the um, the movie theater where you get attacked by all the the, know, the great movie ride. Right. Yeah. The yeah. Back lot tour. There's all yeah. those different. Movie it's definitely it's, it's yeah. my favorite of the of the of the spots. So now you're doing this whole thing. You get the, the thing after you get done that. You hit the rides. Were there any like besides the Star Tours ride? Were there any other Star Wars Central rides? No. 
So it was just basically kind of like, hey, we're doing Star Wars weekend. Here's a store, the Darth Maul, and you have our Star Tours. Yeah. But that's kind of... But you did you did say there was a Star Wars um, par- parade. Yes. How was that? The parade was good. I mean, the the 501st uh, Stormtrooper Legion was there. Okay. So they got to march in the parade. That was pretty cool to see because they had all the different types of costumes of all the different clone troopers. Right. Or stormtroopers, I should say. And they had a couple of clone troopers, right. but mostly stormtroopers, different ones, the speeder bike ones. Yeah, yeah. Blah, the... blah, blah. The, the ones in the TIE fighters and so on. Right, you had the TIE fighters, <laughs> you had the snow troopers. Then in the middle of the park, they had a stage set up. And they have a, right in the middle of the stage for most of the day, they had the frozen and carbonite Han Solo <sighs> standing there. Um, and it was cool looking. I mean, it was like so cool. And then they had, through the day, they. Did you get a picture taken with it? I, we couldn't get on stage. You couldn't get on stage? No, they had another one that you could get your picture by. Oh, okay. That was by the Darth Maul. But we didn't even do that because it was just too crowded. Uh, it was probably the fiberglass. You know, <laughs> fake one. <laughs> this, this one, you could tell, was the wow. real deal. And, uh, but during the day, they had different like people on the stage. They had two stormtroopers guarding the carbonate and frozen. Oh, yeah. And they yeah. were interacting with the... Kind of interacting with the audience. They had a sound... Step away from the thing. Yeah. You kid, no touching. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like that. They, they were they were joking around, but it wasn't like they were talking to people. Right. It was just like a, an audio track that they kept playing over and over oh, again. Okay. And it was like so if you stay in there long enough, you could get all of them. Oh, uh, so kind of like it was just like a, like a gag reel of them. Going, Boy, this suit's really itchy. Yeah. So Steve, how's the life? <laughs> <laughs> Why did they have those things sticking up in front of their faces? I think they're called cameras. Yeah, oh, like no that. way. Yeah. Ugh. Goofy, goofy things. I did videotape some of them. Okay. So I'll, I'll be able to watch it a little later. I'll show you. Hi, <laughs> kids. <laughs> they had Boba Fett up there walking around doing right. the same kind of thing. Um, and then, they, of course, as they said, they had the parade. They, they had a bunch of floats, of course, Mickey on it. with. You oh, know, hi. Look yeah. at me, I'm a Jedi. Oh, but then they me. had the stars driving through, waving, that were there that weekend. And uh, they had a bunch of, like, just the different robots. They did, like, R2 go by. They sure. R4 go by. Your typical standard Mickey O parade. Right. Do, 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 but it was, do. there wasn't, that was the thing, though. Other than the Mickey characters dressed up in the Star Wars garb, there wasn't too much other cutesy stuff. It was actual Star Wars stuff. Going through the parade. Did you have like Goofy coming through? One of the, the Jedi coming through at any one point in time? No, I don't remember Goofy. But you remember Mickey, huh? I remember Mickey because that he was son a, of a bitch has got to be everywhere. He's on the stand on the float in the high end, so you right. can see him as he goes by. The thing was, is that when a normal parade at Disney where we go to, we yeah. can get a spot pretty good. Right. This Star Wars, forget well, yeah. about it. I was having my hands over my head shooting the video, right. with my video camera, holding it up the whole time because we could barely see. I basically had to push my wife forward as best I could until she got a good viewing of it. Right. You know, kind of thing. Once in a while, a big guy would stand right in front of her, and, you know, she's really short. Right. So it was really annoying, but she did get to see Hey, you big walking carpet, get out of the way. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we, we did the standard rides as, as we were there. We did the, the uh, Muppet 3D, Muppet Vision 3D. We did the Star Tours that night. We did uh, the mo- great movie ride. We, we did the, the basic rides of it. And then for dinner, we ate at the 50s uh, sci-fi theater, which was cool. I, I love that theater. It's a, It looks like you're in a drive-in. It's inside, but you feel like you're outside when you walk right. in. Right. And they put you in a car, like an old Chevy it's or... Pulp Fiction. Exactly. You get that 50s shake. <laughs> what was the movie playing? Uh, well, it was actually just a bunch of horror, old 50s horror movie Trailer. commercials. 
And then they were showing like a Tom and Jerry space uh, cartoon. Uh, okay. And then they were showing like things of the future in the fifties. Things of the future. You know, it was pretty neat to see. You know, it's just, it, but it's it's a constant rolling. Right. It, I think it, it's like maybe it's a like loop. an hour. Yeah, I'll tell you the thing. Yeah. So we saw everything when we ate, and then it started repeating. I'm like, well, dinner's over. We're, yeah, we're moving. We gotta on. go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, anyway, that's, oh, you know what? Isn't that also? I should have asked you beforehand. Is that I think that theme park is also the park with the Disney villain store. Yes, it is. I love that store. Yeah, I could. I could. Spend we went through there. I mean, probably like eight times. Of the that store is so great. Yeah, there's you, so many neat things in it. Because I mean, if you're if you're if you're a Disney fan and you're a fan of the bad guys, that's your store. Yeah, they got T-shirts, mugs, all the tchotchkes you want. Because when you get tired of seeing Mickey dressed as something, you want to strangle somebody. But you can walk into the store and go, look, there's Scar. Or there's the Captain Hook, Captain Hook, or Maleficent. Yeah, you know, like all the all the evil queens. It's like something that it's like the only store dedicated to the bad guys. Right, and that's my store. <laughs> that is my store. I could walk through that store going, yeah, I feel like I'm home. Yeah, you know, because all the other stores are all like, oh hi, yeah. look at us. Ooh. And they had a lot of they had a lot of it was great because they had a lot of Star Wars villains. In there, uh, mixed in with the regular villains yeah. that they had, so it was kind of cool to see that yeah. kind of stuff because you saw a lot of Darth Vader's. There was a, there was like a two foot tall Darth Vader standing uh, there, like action figure style, like nice. Thing. Yeah, it looked really good. So you know that was the and then the end of the day, which was uh, we were getting tired, but there was a uh, they called it the Hoopla Extravaganza. Basically, it was a dance off between the Rebel Alliance and the Empire. <laughs> And it was cute. It was funny. Of course, it's cute. Funny. I just feel like wouldn't wouldn't it be just great? Like if if at the episode if episode four ended instead of a shootout at a Death Star, it was when you're a rebel, you're a rebel all the way from your first cigarette to your last dying day. <laughs> go that far, but yeah, just like a yeah, whole like deep. you got what do you call it? you got Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker wrapped. Like it's strapped to each other, like handcuffed to each other with switchblade knives going, beat it, beat it. Like, this is, how are we going to destroy the Rebel Alliance? Easy. Two words. Dance off. <laughs> so it was, it was cute, but I mean, you know, because like, you saw you saw C-3PO do the robot, which is like, now I've seen everything, you know. It was, it was... Gee, C-3PO doing the robot. Wow. There's a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> you saw you saw Chewbacca do this like wild break dance thing. <coughs> you're like, holy smokes! Like, because he's a breaker. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, he's doing the worm. <laughs> so I guess spinning around that carpet's a lot easier when you have fur. Yeah. <laughs> so big we, giant boombox in front of him. <laughs> yeah. So we really lucked out for that one because next to the stage there is the American Idol experience, and then. In front of the American Experience, there's a big jumbo screen. Okay. And they were showing the stage, basically, they were videotaping it and showing it on the jumbo screen. And it feels like I'm so small that I won't be able to see. So we went over the jumbo screen before it started, about like a half hour. Right. And there was a bench right in front. So we actually got to sit down and okay. see the whole thing. Now, you know. Now you kind of glossed over this one little thing that I need to focus on. Yeah. The American Idol experience? Yes. Was that like a ride? It's, or is that like a show? It's a show. Okay. Yes. It's it's basically they have competitions all day long. You never heard of this? 
No, because to me, okay. to me, the okay. Let me put it this way: it's how can I put it? I'm not surprised that they have something like that. But to me, the American Idol experience would be like, oh, here's a bunch of people sick and bad. Yeah. And then we throw the good ones up on stage, and then we have the audience vote to see who the winner is, and the winner gets like a T-shirt. Well, it's it's something like that, yeah. But it's really yeah. They they basically they you you can audition all day long. I think up until like like early afternoon. I think okay. like morning to early afternoon, and they take the ones they like, the 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 ones that they think will win something. Right. And they have like every hour for like four or five hours. No, four hours because they have four contestants at the end. Each winner of those four, there's a finale at like seven o'clock. At night. Okay, like the big prime time right. show. So the four that each winner of the four ones go up and they sing again and then they pick and basically they have the panel of judges they have the one guy who's kind of like yo I, dog you know yeah I wasn't feeling I it I think or, you're dreadful yeah and then they had you know of course they had the you know the the one woman who played like kind of like a, a Paul Abdul hey, yeah I think I you're wonderful keep doing what you're doing just so so much. And then they had a guy who wasn't British, but was pretty much Simon Cow. Like you know, you were awful. You were just terrible. Listen, well, no, that to me just is on a completely whole new level of bad because you, the show's already. I mean, if you're a fan of the show, then you yeah. know that Simon hasn't been on the last two years. Yeah. So update your goddamn show. Like well, he's like not I on said, it. Like I said, it's, it wasn't. It wasn't a Simon Cow exact. He was. A, he was. A, but, he, but he was like one of those a holes that, like, you know, right, but tell the, like it is. But the point is, and you not could, be nice about you it. You could have done it right, where you could have had like you, you get your yo 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 dog wannabe. You yeah. have your drunk Paul Abdul wannabe. Why not get like the super ultra uptight diva wannabe, like you know yeah. Mariah Carey, or you get the Nicki Minaj going? I thought you were wonderful. Yeah. Like, you know, I just if you're gonna if you're because a, a ride like that is so pop culture central. Yeah. That in order for it to be a good show or ride, you kind of have to keep current to it because, from what I understand, this year's American Idol ratings were so bad that the show might not even come back. Right. So Disney's already capitalizing on a show that's this close being canceled, but then. Capitalizing on it by you going back. Remember when the show was good? Yeah. <laughs> well, we do a ripoff show of that, right? So the winner, basically, of the, of the last four, gets what they call the golden ticket. What the golden ticket is is that you're first in line in whatever city you go to, right, to audition for the, your actual American Idol. And one of the contestants that were there actually went through the last season of American Idol. Actually, went through. Got got past you know that that their got stage. to Vegas yeah got to Vegas and all that kind of stuff so I don't know if she won but she, I think she was a finalist that sm- that smells so planned out if she was probably if she was already on there on the show and now she's there to do the show right live to me it sounds like somebody just went let's give her a job like, right I don't know I just to me the whole idea it's like the golden ticket for those that you get nothing you lose. Good day, sir. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh, wait, like, you get the golden ticket. All of a sudden, here comes Gene Wilder in his funky hat. You hop on his boat ride. <laughs> the rowers keep on rowing. <laughs> that whole bit. I said, I, we don't me, know where we're going. <laughs> and the show, no signs of slowing. And the rowers keep on rowing. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that bit. Just to me, it's like the ultimate, and just like that movie's not for kids. But now the golden ticket: you lose, you get nothing. You stole fizzy lifting drinks. 
You lose. You get nothing. Good day, sir. <laughs> I said good day. All right, so overall, how would you uh, give your experience? I would recommend doing it for anybody to, that wants to do this, to go do it, because for three days of Star Wars, I mean, they give it to you, you, you walk around, you have music playing around you, there's Star Wars characters everywhere as you walk, so you can get pictures with Chewbacca, or with an Ewok, or with a Jawa. Oh, uh, and, and, and just for the record, since we did discuss this on your trip over, where's my Princess Leia photos? There was only two. Uh, One was a dancer, and I felt uncomfortable with Seal next to me taking the picture, which apparently I found out after the fact she had no problem with me doing that. And besides, it was for me. You could have just gone, this is for Sean. He requested this. And the other one was an actual person like going in, and she wasn't really that attractive. Oh, I like, I like how you whisper on the show. Like, <laughs> like, like she's going to listen going, that was me! <laughs> that bastard Ed. And then, and then she was she was burnt to a grist because it was like towards the end oh, of the so day. Oh, so she was kind of like, what do you call it, Sebastian the yeah, lobster was, red? Yeah, much, yeah. <laughs> yes. Under the sea. <laughs> so that was the only two. Like, most of the women that were there were dressed up in characters were... Like Han Solo, that was the most popular one. Really? Yes. Sexy Han Solo, huh? Yeah, never really eh. sexy, but well, yeah. But I mean, you get the girl to go in. Like, that seems to be like the latest trend of cosplaying now is the gender bending kind right. of thing, where like you get the female role, female dresses a male character. I mean, granted, not many males are dressed in the female characters. Because God forbid, I, <laughs> I would though I would have loved to have heard a story. Sean, I saw a guy dressed like Slave Leia walking by. <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> I, I, I actually did see that not at this convention, not at the Star Wars convention, but at a comic book convention one time. A guy dressed up as Slave Leia. Yeah, I think I might have seen him too. But just the whole idea is <laughs> out there in the sun, around kids going, "Hey, hey, I'm Princess Leia. Hey, <laughs> kid, how come no one wants a picture with me?" <laughs> yeah, well, I'm glad you had fun. Yes. So, so uh, I guess uh, maybe next year I'll I'll go with you. Yeah, because yeah, I, I asked my wife, would you do it again? And she said, it's too hot for her, so she would do it. And I'm like, you know what? With all the shading and all, I could live through it. Yeah. You, you, know? there's, you can pick your choose your spots. You go down there for the weekend. I've, I've gone enough to the other parks where you kind of get systematically what you want to do. And right. It becomes like a military unit. Right. <laughs> Yeah, so maybe so. next maybe next year we'll have a Geekstreak exclusive. We'll we'll go together, and that night we'll do a show. <laughs> the only thing that we the, the two things I want to add for Saturday was we did see the parade, which I did tell you about, right? And the other one was I did see that was behind the voices, which was the D. Bradley Baker who does all the clone troopers in the Star Wars Clone Wars. I can't think of the woman's name. Seal got her autograph for. She does Ahsoka in that movie, right? And the guy who plays Obi Wan Kenobi in it. Gotcha. And they did this basically like show was like in one of the theaters and you got to sit and you know there. you got to show how they did an, an episode of an episode, the episode they would they would get like different kids and they would have them do an R two or do a you know right. Chewbacca and then they would some of them they would modify the voice like it's like when they did Darth Vader and right the kid was a little meek kid yeah. it was like use the force I was like use the force use the force Luke <laughs> you know, so it was that kind of thing and that but it was to me it was like one of those things because I actually don't watch the Clone Wars but it got me so into Clone Wars that I'm like gonna like now get the seasons I, and watch it I it do just... I do have them all on Blu-ray yeah so I mean I only got to see the I haven't really gotten to the last season recently yeah because I've been so busy watching other things 
But, uh, I mean, the show is good. And yeah. The, it, for me, like, visually, it took me a while to get used to the animation because it's not really smooth. It's kind of blocky. Yeah. So, but it, but once you get into it, you're like, all right, I like these guys. And it's not like the arcs, they do focus on other characters and, and there's definitely, like, like themes throughout. It does, it feels like it's like a really good show. Right. But it's not, like, that's why I'm kind of bummed that they're canceling it. Yeah. But again, I do just kind of feel like Disney walking and going, we'll take this, we'll take that. Yeah. You know. But they but it was it, they also did was they grabbed a few audience members and put them on stage and they did like a voiceover and they it was story paneled through. They wasn't a cartoon, but they story paneled it through and they basically the three of them did their parts and then the audience members did like one was a one of the Gormorian guards from the Jabba's Palace. Right. Because it was in Jabba's Palace that they did it. And okay. Dee Bradley Baker did a lot of additional voices, like he did the one guy who I can't think of his name, but he was like the guy who would t- announce who was there for the audience for Jabba, the guy with the... the, the oh, um, Moth Panther or something like that. Yeah. 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 So, you know, he did the, he did other voices as well. And then, like, somebody did an R2 and somebody did a, a C-3PO, you know, like kind of thing. <laughs> All right. Give us your best R2. <laughs> You're hired. <laughs> yeah. So they, like, they did other voices, but it was, like, they, the people that never, you know, did voice work, Right. Did the show, you know, they, of course they picked kids. It wasn't adults. Cause I was you could have gotten there. You could have. I was like, I, I do a show. I do Geeksters. <laughs> I'm already live somewhere. I'm, I'm heard around the world. <laughs> Help me! Come on, pick me, pick me, pick me. <laughs> so I, I know I didn't have a shot when they were like picking little kids. Right. Know, so yeah. Like, well, it's, like, it's it's let's face it. This whole things are always you know for the kid in us. Yeah. But you know the kid in us, you want to do pick a kid because you know you're gonna get that. Hey, please, you know, I used to, and like, if you knew he was the voice of Obi Wan, you just go and oh, in episode seventeen of Clone Wars, why did you say the line this way when you're supposed to be so upset? Like, <laughs> right? Okay, kid, yeah, move along, move along, move along. Yeah, yeah, sure, 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 all right, so I guess uh, overall you'd say it was a good trip? Yes. Like I said, I recommend it. I want to do it again. It was a lot of fun. Okay. Maybe we'll do a Geeksters road trip. Yeah. You know, we'll That'd invite cool. we'll invite some listeners with us. <laughs> you know, we'll or, get a contest out of it. Or we'll just tell people, hey, we're gonna we're, Geeksters are going to be at Disney. Woo! <laughs> you know? And we'll do like a show live from our, our hotel room. <laughs> 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 awesome. We just like had the whole table set up and our mics going. Yeah, here we are in Holiday Inn. We just got back from day one. <laughs> have a bunch of like people come over, you know, get some pizzas and we'll sit around, like have the mics all on, talking. Yeah, that that stupid Boba Fett wouldn't give me an autograph. <laughs> I got fondled by Jedi Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> So I think that concludes this episode of Geeksters. So if you want to contact Sean and ask him questions or find out information or just want to add something to the show, you can contact Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. Or if you want to ask Ed a question or have any questions about, you know, pricing or scheduling for any kind of Disney strip because he is a Disney fan or his wife is, so they seem to go every year. Yeah. Um, You can contact Ed at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can go to our Facebook page, Geeksters, and like us. And if you hate the idea that Anakin Skywalker is also the creator of C-3PO and never could understand why, whose memory R2s did not get erased, why he didn't tell everybody that Anakin was Vader, you might be a geekster. <laughs>